Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here at Homie and the Dude of the Sky Realm. I'm Bodhi, you're an exceptional dungeon master, and I'm joined by our exceptional cast of players. What's up, guys? What's up, guy? Uh, that, that's an existential question. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, quickly before we get into it, a couple of shout-outs we have to give. Shout-out to our editing team, Becky and Ben. Absolute bloody legends. Uh, you got the art team, Victor, Josh, and Alex. We can't do this without you guys. Thank you so, so much. And of course, shout-out to Underground Oracle Publishing, the official sponsors for this stream. Uh, if you enjoy any of the character that Blake plays, if you enjoy the spells that he's using, then all of that lineage and uh, and race and everything that has been created is all from Underground Oracle Publishing. So if you like that, go check them out. They just dropped an amazing Kickstarter that funded in less than like a couple of hours. It was ridiculous. And they absolutely supersede expectations. So if you're interested in third-party supplements, go check out Underground Oracle Publishing. They kick some ass. Um, otherwise, guys, let's do a little recappy. So, last time we were together, um, we had some very interesting stuff going down. We had Arnar uh, face his his longtime uh, rival nemesis, uh, pit guy, as some might call it. You know, the Hannibal pit guy. He's in your pit, and uh, and. Uh, you, you, after encountering him, actually had this, one of my favorite social encounters ever, where instead of violence, instead of just beating him down, Arnar actually came to the conclusion that, you know, this man is just a fraud, and he knows that he's a fraud, and he's living with that day to day, and that is enough recompense uh, for Arnar, which was absolutely awesome scene to see. However, at the end of that scene, uh, we did end up with Arnar now owning a copy of his own writing signed by his arch nemesis <laughs> to him, which is, uh, you know, really nice. And not to mention, Toad also has a copy of that book signed and actually made out to Toad's friend, who I also believe was Arnar as well in that moment. Um, a nice little magic piece. You exactly, know, exactly. If, if we ever need fuel on an airship, you can burn one of those. <laughs> um, and uh, from there, um, we also then had uh, Geo and Evis purchasing some beautifully regal capes from Capes Drapes and Cutting Shapes, the clothing store um, in Uptown. Um, they got some gorgeous capes for the team so that they could blend in in Uptown, whether it be before the heist, after the heist, or maybe just in future occasions. Uh, who knows? But these capes are definitely going to be available to you guys. Um, and they, they're some great choices. Uh, Amber uh, described all the capes, and wow, they're, they're, they're absolutely awesome. And I look forward to when, when characters put those on us, re-describing those capes and, uh, and going through that. And then the final group was... Blanco and Toad, deep, deep, deep undercover as Black Magic and T. They entered the Mansurin Fencing Club. Um, they jeweled the beta of the fencing club, Maddox Carlisle, the son of Malcolm Carlisle, ex-Daimio and current leader of the People's Republic. Um, after the jewel, they were taken to meet Leopold the Alpha, the gentleman who they are here trying to talk to, to find out information about how they may enter uh, the uh, uptown reservoir for their heist that they will be conducting later today in game time. And after some absolutely freaking incredible roleplay uh, from Tracy as Blanco and, uh, and Blake as Toad, they managed to get loads of information, managed to uh, thoroughly 
uh, convinced Leopold that they were fans of his architecture and architecture students that were just wanting to know a little bit more about how the master does it. And, uh, and uh, from there, you guys vacated the premises. Everyone in separate groups made their way to Anthea's store, which um, is, is also Ulfer's store. They, they, they're together. And um, it's called Come In and Take Some Time, but it's spelled cumin and take some thyme um, as it is a herbs and spices store. Um, and you guys have just entered this herbs and spices store. You're all kind of gathering in the entryway. You can see stood behind the desk are two young half-orc gentlemen who you know pretty well at this point. You've got Donnie and Nardo who are just next to each other. And um, at the moment, it seems like uh, what, what you walk into is you walk into uh, Nardo is about to put like a spoon of some sort of like brown powder in his mouth and you've got Donnie next to him going, I bet you won't. I bet you won't. Come on, do it, man. And as you guys enter, you just see Nardo just shove this spoon in his mouth. As he does, there's a moment of like silence as he pulls the spoon out and it's completely clean of the black, uh, of the brown powder. And then suddenly, and he starts coughing up brown powder and instantly the smell of cinnamon kind of fills the room um, as you guys, uh, as, as you guys enter and you can see that Nardo is just choking behind the counter. Um, Cool. That's our little recap. So, if everyone is sat comfortably, let's begin. So, you guys are here, you've all arrived back, Ulfur has joined you all. Um, you can see the two lads messing around behind the counter. The store smells exquisite, you've got that cinnamon smell in the air, you've got cumin in the air, you've got a bit of that smoked paprika kind of seeping in uh, in places. But also, not only is this store gorgeous, uh, to the the to, to the smelling senses, it's beautiful to look at. There's colors of spices all around you. Um, it's just a really really gorgeous looking store, very immaculately kept, and uh, you can tell that Anthea uh, and and the boys are putting in a lot of work to maintaining um, this store. But over to you guys. You are uh, you so <coughs> as as Nara's like, oh god, it's <coughs> I think I'm choking. <coughs> Nardo. You're right. Are you okay? Uh, can you get me some water? Say what have any water? Oh my god, it's so dry. I reach into my pack, and uh, I have a wine skin. It uh, it doesn't have water in it. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what it has in it, but I, I hand it to him. I believe it has the. I believe it has a uh, the elixir from Lacrima. I believe is what oh, you filled that up with the yeah. healing elixir from Lacrima. If you okay. if you remember, you filled your your wine skin up uh, with the healing elixir, um, which does do which does have uh, pretty nice healing properties. Are you handing that over? Well, I'm having second thoughts now as I, <laughs> I remember that I have, have that, it, that it does have this healing property, and I know that all he needs is just a, a shot of water to, to to kind of clear things out. But I've I've already made the gesture. So I'm gonna follow through and, and hand it to Nardo and say, hey, take it, take a take a small little dash of that. That might help you, Nardo. 
He grabs it and grabs the bottom of the wineskin and squeezes it <laughs> into his mouth. And like a bit like some, like it kind of like spurts into his mouth and some of the war like spurts, uh, some of the like elixir spurts out to the sides. And he's like, oh, oh, thank God. Oh my God. I thought, I thought I was gonna swallow my tongue or something. Oh, I was so dry. And he hands it back to you. Thank Evis silently passes over their wineskin full of the elixir from Lacrima just to be like, here you go. To Gio? Yeah. yeah, you can have this. Ooh, this. <laughs> oh, you, you, you don't need to do that, Evis. We can we can sort it out. Oh. Are we all back together now? Like, are we all yes. here? Yeah, you're all here. Because Toad remembers that um, being kind of strong. Like, I remember when I had some, like, I had to make a save or the rest, I got a little, uh, yeah. Was that just because I, I dove into it? Yes, it's because when oh. you when you dove into it, you dove into the sap, not the elixir okay. that is mixed with the sacred cider from Lacrima. So they mix the sap with the cider to make the elixir, but you just went straight for sap. You were like, you know, like acid bath, straight in, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> just completely drunk, just 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 a mess. Um, but yeah, uh, Ulfur is going to be like, lads, come on now, Get, what are you doing? Stop, stop being ridiculous. Aren't you meant to be helping your mother? Didn't she say we have stock for you to bring in today? At this moment, you hear the door open behind you, and in come three people. Here is the, let me pull up the uh, the first one. First one you know well. Uh, actually, you know two of these people. Uh, all right, the third one you do not recognize, but the first one is Imani. Uh, she walks in with, you know, her hair basically, you know, her dreadlocks with like gold rings at the bottom of them, holding them in place, tied up in a beautiful like bun up on her head. And she's got her like standard, her, her, uh, her scarlet, scarf that she wears around her neck um and you know she's just looking looking super badass as, uh, as she walks in followed behind her is a uh is a, a, a black gentleman similar to uh, imani's kind of skin tone um has a top hat on his head that's kind of tilted to the side um has like puffy hair, uh, like afro poking out kind of the sides of that. Uh, and he's wearing a long, like ex long pinstripe coat. Um, you can see tucked in at the side, he's got like five or six arquebuses that are like tucked into his coat. Um, and then uh, he's got this like glove with a metal thing and you will recognize him as Serge, the gentleman who you met in the, uh, in the bathhouse. And then finally, a new person comes in, and let me just see if I can pull this up for you guys. Oh, Arnor, um, while you're looking, Arnor, I have a uh, mm. a uh, gift for you um, from your friend. I kind of pull out the book from wherever Toad's keeping a large book. So I guess you would already seen it. <laughs> You've already seen what it is, surprise ruin, but... Um, Where were you keeping that? You know, that's... um. I got you a present. <laughs> and so oh. you see, I can pull the book. Um, it's um, from your friend. I think you may have already read it, though. So he actually <laughs> signed it to I, uh, what it's worth. I actually have my own copy. Uh, and I take it out. I, so Ooh, the, um, sorry. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, you're here. Well, uh, is everything... Did you end up running into to them? Did oh yes, I did. It was um... all for leans in and goes eventful. And then yes. leans back out. It's a word I would use. 
I don't see any blood, at least, so oh. that's a good sign. No, there, there was no need to hurt him. I have you ever, have you ever looked at somebody and seen they're so, so very broken that there would be no point in, in ending the misery that they've put upon themselves? No, not particularly, but. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta agree with you. I, I have not, but hmm. I thought that would be relatable. Seems that one was a bit of a miss, but <laughs> that is sort of the situation. He's just this husk of a person, and without his help, I suppose I never would have met any of you, and that would be a loss I don't think I could handle. So, in a way, I must thank him for being a smarmy, thieving piece of shit. <laughs> it can never take r and from r and I put out a, a fist, a toad fist. Tiny little toad fist that just like, <laughs> it's like the size of a knuckle that taps fucking <laughs> r and <-R. laughs> The most powerful <laughs> fist bump. Just We have our own handshake though. Oh yes, yeah. yes, you're right. Yeah. I forget. I forget. So we're gonna do our complex handshakes. So that's yeah. that's what we do. Yes. So as this <laughs> as this group of people have walked in from like behind you guys, and Arnar and Toad begin their like their handshake. About you know three minutes later, everyone still kind of stood in silence <laughs> watching this handshake go down as it's in its like twentieth intricate step of the uh, of the handshake before uh, before they conclude. Uh, by the way, the last person you see coming in is um, a gnome. Is a very small little gnome. Um, and this gnome does seem to have two heads um, on, on, on their shoulders. Um, and uh, they are dressed in like this blue kind of uh, like cloth gown. They have like a leather apron kind of over the top and slung across their waist is this like belt with loads of different like vials. And you can see each vial has some sort of like liquid that is like some sort of color or maybe like a smoke. You see that one of them has like a spider crawling around in it. Um, and like on their hip, they have what looks like some sort of slingshot that they're, that they're carrying. But also under their other arm, they have um this this like bag that seems to be like it's like something's wrapped in this like long bag basically and uh, as imani comes in all for turns is like ah guys pleasure I'm, I'm i'm glad that we've uh we've all made it um is how, how is everyone doing oh um i'm not sure have, have you all met each other and he kind of gestures to you guys and then the, the other people in the room we know him and uh and of course imani I, I didn't remember your name. I'm talking to Serge. You see, uh, you see, uh, you see Serge at this moment. He, uh, <laughs> as you see, I don't remember your name. He uh, kind of takes a little step, reaches into his pocket, pulls out like a small arquebus that is probably, you know, like what you consider like, you know, one of those uh, like undercover, like James Bond, tiny little like pistols. He pulls it out, spins it around his finger, pulls the trigger and a little flame pops up. He pulls out a cigarette and lights his cigarette, spins around, reholsters, and goes, My name is Serge. Serge the Messenger Contreras. You don't shoot, you don't shoot the messenger. But nice to meet you. What's your name? I'm I'm Gio, and these are my friends. We've met. We've already met. Oh yeah, yeah, you Oh shit, you were that guy that beat Funk the other night, weren't you? You over there. Yes, yes, that would be me. 
ah, that was, that was an incredible performance. I, I was truly, truly blown away and very much upstaged me in, uh, in what I was doing that evening. So thank you for putting on such a display. At this point, you see the, the little gnome kind of push past Serge's like legs and be like uh, the, the, the one with the, the spiky hair who, uh, who doesn't have any facial hair um, starts going and he's like, uh, Hey, you know what I mean? Uh, are we going to get this started? Because uh, we got things we need to be doing. You know what I mean? And the other one's like, yeah, what he said, said. Uh, okay. Well, I'm Geo. And I reach out my hand. You know what I mean, Gio? My name's Nikki. My name's Nikki. What's on? What's 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 going on? My name is Nikki. Uh, you know what I mean? And the other one goes, Tony two times. Nice to meet you. Tony two times. Times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. Um, these are my friends. We we haven't met, and I just go around introducing everyone to uh, Nikki and Tony. Ah, you know what I mean? You all seem like nice people, but, uh, you know, I, I can't really tell until I've spent a bit of time with you. At this point, Ulfur comes over and he's like, Okay, okay, twins, calm, calm down. And he, like, bends down and puts his arm around, uh, around the gnome and goes, This here is uh, our, our twins. These guys are our uh, R&D department. Anytime we need a gadget or tool, these guys can invent and create anything. So uh, they're, they're our, like, R&D department here for... for the, the water runners. Nikki looks over him and goes, you know what I mean? Calling us R&D. We're better than that. We're spontaneous science and artificy. You know, we're, we're all about alchemy and all the other kinds of things. You know what I mean? And uh, Tony then goes, yeah, you get what he means, means? Yeah, I, I think so. So, uh. <laughs> uh, at this point, Ulfur's like, well, uh, now, now that we've all done introductions, um, and Anthea walks out and she goes, the back room is uh, the back room is ready for us. Offer goes, uh, shall we, uh, shall we proceed? I, I, I go to Evis and say, do we want to tell the group that you might have a job? <laughs> that 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 offer was very summarily rejected. Okay, but but. It's still out there, I think. I think she was real. She liked you a lot, Evis. I. It was very kind, but I. I think that that job can wait until after we figure out. And they, like, kind of wave their finger just to gesture and mean, like, all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Waving for a long time. Yeah. Like, long yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll park it. I'll, I'll, I'll follow your lead, Evis, on. Yeah, yeah. In the, but I'm so proud of you. in the parking lot. Yeah, but well, can I just say, I'm, I'm just really proud of you because it was instant. You got a job. We walked into the store and within minutes, you had a job. Bodhi, was this you trying to offer me a job while I was unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love my cast. I love my cast and I try and do things to make your lives better, okay? Like, don't hate me for that, yeah? <laughs> the month-related response. <laughs> I mean, belated response. <laughs> okay, back in character. Well, uh, you know, sometimes... I... Listen, I, I can't... I can't... I can't say what that person was doing, but what I can say is that we have a job now, which is this heist you know um 
This is a lot more words than I'm used to saying at once. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just proud um, of you. I, I just oh, think she oh. saw what I see, and it's hard not to see that. And so I wasn't surprised at all. I'm sure you're going to get other job offers. You might get one here. I, I, I'm just not going to be shocked at all if you come away with a handful of job offers as we're walking down the street. You see Anthea carrying uh, like a, a sack of like a, a red spice and goes, hey, we've always got positions. And uh, and then just like, walks <laughs> yeah, there's one for you. <laughs> uh, at this point, Ulfur walks around behind the bar and kind of gestures to the rest of you. Imani kind of leads the uh, surgeon, surgeon, the twins uh, through the door, um, uh, round, round behind the counter and, and, and through the door and, uh, and heads on through. Um, Anything you guys are wanting to do or say before uh, you, you you join them in the back room? Um, Blanco leans over to Toad and um, says, um, "Toad, I I want to thank you for bringing me back on track there um, as we were leaving. Um, sometimes I get so uh, frustrated with how I'm feeling, and and you have such a, a good, honest." nature and you're so kind and you made me realize that uh, at times I, I have to rethink how how I act and how I respond to people and uh, for this I am I'm very grateful and I, I really look forward to us working together on the song for for comfort and I, I was thinking maybe we could maybe bring my whole family into it I I've been missing them very much and and this makes me um, really sad and I, I, muy triste, and, um, and it, it would mean so much if, if maybe when we are through, um, you can, you can help me, your, your music and your musicality and your words, it, it would mean so much. I would be honored to write a song for you with that. I would be honored to do that and to get your family involved. Yes, 100%. You know, you have my harmonica, you have all of my writing abilities. I would use whatever I can to make it the best song, to make it truly remarkable. So no doubt I would do that. And you have you have a good soul too. Don't let, sometimes, yes, we all can get into our emotions and that's not wrong. It's ironic that we do, you've dealt with a lot of things. You've come through, so. You you help me keep you keep me on track just as much as I may help you. So don't feel like you're not a good soul as well. You oh. help save a lot of people already. So gracias. Um, and and I was just wondering that maybe in the chorus I, I I could howl. I I I've really been enjoying that in the in the group. I just it sort of has brought me a bit of joy. And if if we could just squeeze that in, I think when I take that's already been a part of it. That was never oh. not going to be a part of the song. So thank you, gracias. Yeah, but it's going to be a solo too. So hope you're ready because it's going to be a howling solo. <laughs> Unlike anything anyone's ever heard, it's going to be pretty awesome. So. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna crush it. But yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be special. Uh, how are we going to to declare to the group that we uh, have the the blueprints? Or well, my my. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I could quickly write down. Oh, I guess because we're all gonna meet up. So I guess we'll let them know in there because we're gonna discuss this stuff right right now. Yeah. I kind of forgot. We're all gonna meet up. 
to... See, 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 but uh, I, I, I know you looked at them a little bit with me and maybe we together can, can work out what I have, have drawn. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. And good job, too. Your drawings are a lot better than um, what I could at the moment. So seriously, fantastic job with those. I'm picturing Toad with a big pen in that little hand, <laughs> like trying to take notes. <laughs> Gri gripping, gripping R&R's one pen to rule them all and just like, just, yeah. just going to town hey, with it. So, so it has like a, he uses both his hands, he has like a way to do it, so he has to do both hands, but he can't, if he takes his time, because he broke that map, so he takes his time, it can be nice, it just takes a lot longer than like a regular person writing, so. That makes sense, that makes Wait, Toad, Toad writes like, he's, he's, he's like mm -hmm. stirring a pot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 that's, why, that's why signatures are so hard. That's why that's why I don't do signatures because it takes me forever to do them. So that's why I don't give out signatures. Airbud style paw print or something. <laughs> Toad style, something. I, I love the idea that R and R is always like Toad. Do you want me to do your paperwork? And Toad's like, No, I can do it. And R and R's like, But it's gonna take you like fucking ages. And he's like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. So you guys, uh, you guys kind of uh, continue to follow them through as you're like saying this and you come into this back room. In this back room, uh, you can see that there's a chalkboard like on one wall. Uh, you can see that there's like a table that's been kind of placed in the center of the room. And then there's been like a couple of barrels and like sacks that have been kind of moved around the room uh, to create seating uh, uh, around the table. And uh, as you guys come into the room, you can see Imani is taking her seat at the head of the table next to Ulfur. Um, and then the other Others are kind of like sitting uh, along the table, and as you come in, Amani goes, "Please, please feel free to take a seat, or if you want to stand, do, do your thing. It's up to you." I make a point of trying to sit next to R and R, uh, and and if I can, I try to send just a symbolic fist bump to R and R, indicating that I'm proud of him for how it went down with Miradas, because um, I know we had that that discussion and the fact that he didn't use violence. Um, it's probably not appropriate for me to talk about it overtly right now, but I just want to convey to him that I'm um, really, really super, super almost inspired by how he handled that. What's I'm your passive sure. insight, r, &R? I was about to say, I'm very touched. I don't know if I understand. <laughs> um, my passive insight's a 13. Oh. Um, so I'm not. Roll an insight check, please. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. Let's roll the session. Nine. Nine. <laughs> um, r, r you sit down and Geo kind of sits down and does the old like, <laughs> like chair shuffle, like towards you and uh, extends the fist. And uh, you can perceive that as you please with a nine. How, how, how does r, r perceive that with a nine? It, do you, is this like a trick? Do you have something in your hand? Are you going to turn it over and there's going to be like a little ant in there or something? Stand. <laughs> Well, I, I'd love to learn tricks, but no, that's not what I was... We, we, I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. I just want to... I'm just really proud of you. Oh. Thank you. Uh, and then r, &R kind of very um, embarrassedly, I guess, uh, kind of turns back towards um, the main event. I was <laughs> just watching, smiling from the back, but it's just like... <laughs> So as you guys kind of join this congregation, you see Amani stand up and you can see her stand with an air of like pride and, and like just uh, like 
intent in what, what's about to be said. And as Amani stands, she says, uh, this is the first time in many years that we have had all of the current water runners present in one room. Thank you all for being here um, and joining us. I know Nikki and Tony, you had things that you were busy with. You see uh, Tony's kind of picking his tooth with like uh, with some sort of like metal thing uh, while Nikki is just like kind of putting his fingers through his hair and they kind of look and they're like, ah, it's no problem. You know what I mean, mean? And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, she's like, so we're here to plan the prison break of uh, Barnaby um, and we're also planning um, how we are going to hopefully steal the water from the Uptown Reservoir as well. Now, this is not going to be any easy feat, um, but we have got some things in place, you know, that should allow us to uh, to make this a little bit easier uh, for, for all of us. Um, so, first things first, um, the boys um, and she gestures to the back of the room and you can see that the, uh, the, the four half-orc lads have come into the room and are stood in the back. Um, the boys have prepared a cart um, filled with flower sacks that have been cut. Um, if we need to block off a street or if uh, you, you think during this planning we need to like block off a street for exit or like uh, to, to deter, um, things like that, um, the boys can be posed and ready with the cart poses someone just moving the cart and it, it breaks and you know can block a street we've, we've made sure it's a, a wide enough cart and we'll do enough debris and stuff that it will take a bit of time to clean up um it's one thing we have in place uh yes r and r what, what yes i'm i'm not sure if you are aware but we have a bit of a contact who is ready to cause a summarily large amount of chaos uh, at our beck and call Oh, I, 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 I wasn't aware of that, but that's, that's, even, that's even more perfect. Uh, who, are you, who, who is your contact? Who, who have you spoken to? Oliver knows her. It's, it's the Carlisle girl. Oh. She looks at Oliver. Oliver looks back and goes, she's fine. Like, give, gives her like the, like the like, thumbs up, like she's cool kind of thing. Yes, Toad. Well, I have a question. Are there, are there animals in the city? Like, have you seen lots of birds or anything else like that around? Uh, there's birds. There's definitely birds. You can, you've definitely seen like a couple of stray cats, you know, you've seen, um, you know, bits and bobs like that about, yeah, there, there, there's definitely like stray animals about the place for sure. So if I had time, oh, well, so I have a small idea too, to maybe help with the distraction. I can talk to the local wildlife and see if they may be able to add to the distraction, you know, a couple of cool birds flying about, maybe see if they can join our cause because water affects them just as much as it affects all of us and so that is a good point that is that is a very very good point um not to mention uh, you know with with the hiko she um and and when they say uh, when she says hiko she um what she is referencing is there is a type of guard that you will have seen like maybe like at, off at the distance but there's guards that uh circle the city like two or three a day that circle the city riding um, manticores. These guards that, that are just riding manticores and, uh, and and flying around and they're kind of like the sky kind of like a like defense system for, for, for the city. Uh, she's like, you know, might be a, a good distraction for the Hiko Shi or something like that. Great, great shout tone. That's, that's, I, I love that. So maybe after this, if uh, if you go talk to some wildlife, that's, that's maybe a good shout. Um, <clears throat> she, gestures towards uh, the, the twins, Nikki and Tony, and goes, uh, 
you, you, you have something for us too as well, don't you? Um, and they, they kind of climb up onto a barrel and then onto the table and they roll that like thing that they had under their arm out onto the table. And you can see that laid out in that roll are uh, a couple of different items that are, that are on the roll. Um, Tony goes, first things first, uh, we got four ring-a-ring -ring earrings. Um, uh, I'm not sure who wants them, but uh, we got four ring-a-ring -ring earrings, earrings, you know? You know what I mean? And uh, kind of looks around the group, yes. Goes, hold on one second. I believe that our friend Blanco wanted to say something. Oh, of, of, of course, oh, yeah. Oh, oh um, I, I, I can wait. Uh, put on the meme. Um, yep, yeah, I, I can wait when once they have finished showing their things. I, I have a little bit of information. Perfect, Blanco. I, yeah, I was coming to you next, actually, of uh, to, 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 to ask about the blueprints. Um, and uh, Nikki and Tony kind of turn back and they're like. Yeah, so we got uh, we got four ring of ring earrings. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, they're 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 good for contacting you know your people across the way. So we got four of those uh, made for you the other day. And uh, the other thing that we got for you guys is uh, we got two KO with Joe arrows here. Two KO with Joe arrows. And um, you can see that the 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 things that are on the table are like they've got little like pendant earrings that seem to have like this purple kind of sheen to them. And then there's two black arrows that are fletched with what looks like crow's feathers um, on the end of them. And uh, and just like these savage looking arrows, the, the tips are like almost barbed rather than like just the standard like arrowhead. Um, and uh, and they they look absolutely savage. And uh, they're like a. You know what I mean? The uh, the KO of Joe will put someone to sleep real quick. You know what I mean, Mean? So, yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. The ring of ring earrings, that's for us to wear and we can talk to each other? Did you not hear me? You know what I mean? Ring a ring. You ring in each other, you ring a ring in, you know, in the earrings. You know, so you can contact each other. Like a sending spell, but so you don't have to, you know, do it yourself. It's in the earring. Yeah. Uh, yes. What could I do for you? You know what I mean, mean? Will either of you be on the other end of one of these ringer rings? Would you like me to be on the end of your ringer ring? You know what I mean? If absolutely necessary, no. Uh, I can't say I'm not a little bit offended. You know what I mean, mean? Oh, this is this is not meant to be offensive. I'm trying to allocate resources in my brain. Did that come up? Oh. I'm sorry. I, I did not mean to call you annoying. That was not my intent. Um, no, no, I've it's fine. Forced... You know what I mean? No, it's it's all good. You know what I mean? I, I think we got the point. But you know what? We'll be there to help you out in the future, Mr. Arnor. So uh, make sure you uh you don't stab yourself in the old foot there. You know what I mean, mean? And you see the little gnome like turn from Arnor and begin like walking away from you on the table. Was that a threat? <laughs> you know what I mean? As, as, it's the last thing as he just walks towards the edge of the edge of the table. I did not intend to offend. I. Uh, for stands up. He's like uh, the the twins can be very confrontational. That they, they you know they, they they've got a lot on their minds. You know they, they they can be very confrontational. It's just just one of those things. You know uh, it's it, it's not something that a. Uh, that, 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 that you can you can they're they're always so in their own heads. Do you know what I mean or or head heads i know what you mean mean but oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> it's, it's contagious think, isn't it rnr i started it is it's the same thing 
Hey. It is contagious. Shit. It, Shit. Damn it. I, I think... What's you guys? I think, in my opinion, it would be prudent to give one of the rings, if we are to split up into groups, I would say there should be two for us, one for Olfer, and one for uh, the Carlisle girl, if we can get her one. Imani's like, that's not a bad shout at all. Um, that's 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 not a problem. Um, okay, um, okay. Um, well, th th thank you guys for your your contribution. And you see, uh, you see, Tony just kind of give one of these as he, as they're kind of now sat on on like the little stool, and you can see just their like heads and shoulders above the table, and they just go and uh, and kind of tuck their arms back under and kind of turn away a little bit, and uh, and Imani's like. Okay, uh, Blanco, uh, turning to you then. How did we do with the blueprints? Did you uh, did you grab them? Um, please excuse my my language is is I'm not so fluent, so pardon uh, me. Um, but Toad, oh, he's amazing. He he made us sound like we are architects and we are very, very um, interested. And it, this meant that uh, uh, we saw the blueprints. We, we actually saw them and I was able to uh, write some things down and it feels like we have some very, very good points of entry. Um, there, is, um, there is a hole in, in the Moraya, the wall, that uh, leads into the locker room on the on the ground floor, but there is also an access point from the roof, so there is a possibility of us. Uh, do you, do possibly... do you have those do you have those drawings? Can we can we see them? See see see. Mira, look look. So Blanco pulls out the pieces of paper and kind of splays them out on the table for everyone to kind of lean in and and, and have a look at. Um, as you guys look at it, you see exactly what is on, what is on your screen um, for the first page. So you have um, the first drawing at the top top there. You can see it says basement. I have no idea what the word on the left says. No, no, no. Uh, this uh, is... Uh, it says this train or diary. Is that uh, what it says? <laughs> No, oh, uh, sorry. No, uh, por favor, uh, let me uh, ex explicar, uh, explain. So there are three rows of cells where they can contain the the prisoners, or and the first row is five. Then there are siete, uh, seven, and and then nine uh, cells. In the center, there is this big scanner to. To, to scan the the, the prisoners. Physical items, I think, right? I think they can they can See, check for. Yeah, checking their the personal bodies if they are hiding anything. Um, but more importantly, it's also there are some drains in case the water barrels. I think in the next floor should flood. There are uh, two drains and a grate. Uh, um, this could be a possibility for escape, I think, more than for entering. Yeah, I see that. Uh, it looks great. You did really well, Blanco. Alpha goes, as an artist, I must say, I, I, I would say your line work is bloody gorgeous. Not, not a wavering line anywhere. Oh, oh uh, gracias. Uh, yeah. and, and, and then let me show you 
the first the the we say first floor but i think some people would say ground floor so it's a bit confusing some languages it's first floor some it's ground floor I, oh it's so confusing so uh, isn't that right it's is it one or is it zero uh, Who, it, like it, is, it, is it the it, is it zero is the first floor the zero like and yeah i don't know and and some floor people call it mezzanine oh Amani <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, goes, wow, you, you did learn a lot from this architect, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and as you can see, there is the wall of the, 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 the yeah, backs up, they back up together, junto, together. And you can, there it is damaged. And I think this could be a very good uh, entrada to enter um, because there are lockers in this room. Okay, okay. And we could put on a disguise or something. Yes, see, 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 see. First off, um, this is this is commendable. This is detective work of the highest caliber, I must say. And well, secondly, how loud would it be if we were to break through the wall uh, coming into this room? Do we know anyone who might know the spell Mold Earth or the like? Because that might be extremely useful now. There is already a, 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 a problem with the wall. I feel it is very weak in this position. Maybe we can crowbar some of it out instead of por dentro, instead of going in. We could maybe bring some of the the material um, fuera, fuera the outside. Um, but let me tell you, there is another point of access, and that Toad and I discovered. And Toad, do you remember this, um, which uh, we noticed on the top? It is on the very hoop, right on the. Mm -hmm. see, see, yes, there's see. that. Like it's like the um, like a staircase, right? Like a sort of that goes all the way from the top all the way down. Correct. There is a staircase that, but you you have a a, a port, a port, a puerta, to go down and into this staircase. I think they use it should there be a fire escape or something onto normally the roof or or some kind of access or maybe just even for scouting security they go up on this area but we could possibly go down if we can dress uh, disguise um, uh, but i feel that there we have some really really more positive uh, ways for this to happen. You can see Imani is kind of uh, playing with one of her dreads, just kind of twirling it between her fingers. Um, when she stops and kind of leans in and goes, um, can you just explain, Blanco, um, the, the, the top drawing on this page, um, this one here, what, what's going on in, in that room? I, I can see you said barrels and it's a dying room. Or, well, can, you, can you just break down what, what, what you saw in there? Oh, did I write dying room? Oh, sorry, as I said, please, Excuse my my common, um, but uh, it's the drying room, not drying. Ah, oh, dying room. C C C. It is uh, 
Well, they explain something. They, they dye the water where they, they oh, put the dye to the water. Of course, yes. of oh. course. Okay. I okay. went in a different direction. I thought it was a really sad room that had just. Um, it's like, a morgue. We, like, I thought I was. I, offers, like, I thought there was a morgue as well. I thought that's where we were going with this. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no, no it, is, it is actually more sinister than that because uh, I believe this is where they. Um, have the barrels of the, the the dye that they then put into the water source. Yeah. Um, Imani is like, wow, well, that, first of all, thank you. It, it seems like you, I, I agree with Arana, you, you have absolutely smashed this out of the park in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, our, our plan here. I guess from what it sounds like, there's lots of points of entry that we, that we could get into. Uh, does anyone else have any questions about Blanco's diagrams? Does any anyone else have any questions about about the diagrams? Well, there is a couple of things. So for the roof access, like you like, and might have just said, there are those manticores to go around. So mm. there will still be some. Just wanted add yeah. in there too. It's a good point, Toad. It's a good point. The roof may not be our best point of access, but if we need to, it's not a bad one. Yes, uh, let's go. Uh, Evis, go for it. I actually haven't heard heard from you today. How are you doing today, Evis? I haven't seen you. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just taking this all in. You know, it's a lot to handle. And yes, of course. As that's going on, um, I just lean over to Arnor and I say, "This night might not be the time, but I mean, I'm wondering if there's room on our business card." To, to add Blanca because I don't know if I could have done what she did or no she is or, 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 sorry they, they, they have some skills that we might need I am beginning to think that we might be adding the majority of the water runners to the payroll <laughs> a nightmare come tax season but I suppose this is fine I definitely, <laughs> definitely use the help. This is do, this is not at all a bad thing. Do I hear this? Do I do I hear this conversation? Oh, I don't. I don't make this. <laughs> I don't make this quiet. Um, can I roll to see if I hear this conversation? Yeah, go ahead. You roll. can totally hear it. I'm not. I'm okay. not trying to be subtle about it at all. Oh, and Blanco sort of like just is not sure about you know that kind of uh, work, and he just feels like like he wouldn't be able to do justice to your business. But at the same time, it's sort of like, wow, like R&R, just the fact that R&R thinks like that highly of him also boosts his ego. It's sort of this weird <laughs> seesaw effect of emotion that he goes through. Little ego fluff right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, a general thought is that you could make a business card for the water runners and jet like overall, and so you wouldn't have to edit the business card mm, every time you add somebody. Mm, you know, but it's out of. But we're not the. That, mm. that would be like making a business card for a terrorist cell. I'm not sure that's exactly well, the smartest of ideas. We could have Fair, like a. But that, the thought was, you know, maybe we come up. Yeah. We could but have we're a not, front of sorts. We, we, we help the water runners, but we're not the water runners, so I do yeah. want to make oh, that point of clarification. We are, we're not them. But you know what we could do? Maybe we're the sky flyers or something. You know, <laughs> we're not the water runners. But <laughs> we are the green jalapenos. Green jalapenos. Yes. Well, then, yes. There, there it I is. I'm sorry. Work. It is. 
So we'll call it Umbrella Water Runners Subsect Green Jalapenos. Does that sound good for everyone? It's, can we all agree upon that? Says Amani. Green Jalapenos doing business in this moment as the Water Runners. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the artist formerly known as the Green Jalapenos, currently known as the, the Water Runners. Yeah. Uh, I, would say that, I would say they still keep our names kind of separate, just for, you know, legality purposes, make sure there's just like a big mm. distinction. I don't put any kind of connection with it. That's just Toad's opinion. Hey, Toad, could, could we maybe put like a, I don't know, it's like a hologram or some sort of thing on the back of the card so that when you pass it past a black light or something, it, sh it reveals to the people that we want it to reveal to that we are water runners. That would be kind of cool. Mm. I mean, if you, if you want to, I mean, we, we could. I mean, that's <laughs> and this you hear, And this you see the twins perk up for a second, and one of them's like, you know what I mean? That's not a bad idea. I like what he's saying there. Maybe we could create something like that. Do you know what I mean, mean? I, I was thinking yes. more of like a, a watermark rather than a, a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> what if the runners on the business card were rounded? They have, like, aesthetically it's appealing, oh, but also a little bit more aerodynamic too. Oh, it might cost a little more R&R um, &R as well. I'm not sure if we have- <laughs> Do we have the expense? Well, you know, uh, if, if Toad go and <laughs> goes and records that album, we will definitely have a decent amount of expenses. You know, that Julio <laughs> guy was offering us, you know, like 1,000 gold coins. <laughs> Slow down there. That is Toad's decision to make. Uh, I'm feeling Amber leaned to Evis a little bit here on the business cards. Um, uh, if I Opinion may. about rounded corners on business cards, they're just gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a question as r, r though. Yes. Uh, well, so the dye that is used in the water, what is it? Like, what's... So Would I know anything? 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would, especially, um... I mean, if you were to ask this question out loud as well, you're you're in a place where, uh, you know, Anthea is proficient in herbs and spices and, like, yeah. agricultural, like, she's all about that. So you would definitely know that it is a, um, it's a blue flower that is crushed into, like, a, it's ground into a pulp and that, that creates, like, a, a blue powder that is then, like, sprinkled into the water and mixed in, basically. Wait, like, flower as in, like, a, a, a pretty flower or yes. as in a wheat flower? I see. Yeah, yeah, like okay. a, like, like a pretty flower. We're not making we're, we're, we're not making ale by <laughs> yeah. not here out making some bargain, you know. Well, like actually, sorry, I had a brain second. Um, would I mean with a nature check, would we be able to figure out what kind of flower it is and like what other properties it might have? Yeah. Like, I, I will say again, if you're if you're asking it to the group, Anthea's happy to 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 lord drop that. She 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 knows her stuff. She's got she's got that shit on lock. She knows her stuff. Anthea, so, okay. what is the flower in the water? <laughs> so she tells you Sorry. that it is a it's a blue chrysanthemum. Oh. And um, that this blue chrysanthemum um, is used in the dyeing process because it doesn't create much taste, but it does. Um, it does give it like big coloration like you almost get you know like that water white you know like coloration of water you get that like blue blue sky coloration of water uh, through it you know and so uh, she says in terms of like actual like properties outside of being a dye it's very pretty to have on a windowsill but otherwise the flower is pretty useless outside of that 
It is a dried powder. It's a dried powder, though, correct? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, that's that's made of yes, organic. Sorry, sorry, it's it's Anthea. <clears throat> yes, a hundred percent. Yes, that's exactly right. So you're saying that because of the immense amount of surface area due to this powder, it is incredibly flammable. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna make you make the luck check. You make oh. a bloody luck check. You, yeah, you make uh, a fate check. Let's see. or D100. Uh, let's go with D. Let's go with D100. Go, go with D100. Let's go percentiles. That's the spirit. Okay. Fucking ain't, ain't about no D20 uh, test. 58. 58. With a 58, she goes. You know. I've never tried lighting it on fire myself, I must admit, but most other chrysanthemums, when crushed, do ignite pretty dramatically. I just kind of never, like, I, I just assumed that it was similar, but it's not about, you know what, I have a jaw, I have a jaw in the other room, let me go grab them and see if we can, like, work that out for you. And she disappears into the other room to go grab um, the, 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 the flower. Yo, wait! Or no, the science I, guy. I, ha I have an alternative idea with that. I, I, I don't know. It's not exactly what you're thinking about, Arnold, but if we could have something that was a sedative that we could turn into the same color and it would be equally disguised or taken as the blue dye, we might be able to somehow introduce that to some of the guards into the... That would... That's but that all that water is for everybody though. So by no, doing no. that, you might. Yeah, I was just thinking as as, as a you know, a bag of dye that we have that we're, that is meant to be mixed in, but it isn't mixed in. But it somehow is I don't know how distributed, and uh, and, and sedates some of the guards. I I think that's definitely a plan we can have. I was thinking, is Reshi here? By the way, hundred percent. Yeah, Reshi's with you guys. Yeah, hundred percent. Reshi. Um, yes! Yes, Arna! What can I do for you today? Uh, hello. I was Hi. wondering how discreet you can possibly be and how well you can light things on fire. You see her, like, this Haku fire dragon body kind of, like, wiggling in, in, like, uh, in the air and go, Discreet? I'll be honest, isn't my best trait. But... I will say, and suddenly something happens. You see Reshi kind of freeze up and her eyes roll back into her head for a second. As suddenly you hear a very familiar voice leave Reshi's mouth. The voice says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But it's so much worse than we thought. I'm at Incendium. That's all I can say for now. Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching this episode of Skyrim. We appreciate you sticking around so, so much. Um, if you enjoyed any of this episode or any of the Skyrim series so far, um, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and join our Discord server where you can find a fun, like, group 
diverse, inclusive group of TTRPG fanatics um, all hanging out and uh, shooting the shit and spending time with each other. Um, that's completely free and there will be a link in the description. As well as that, we also have our newsletter of holding. So if you are yet to subscribe to our newsletter of holding, it is again completely free and you get free D&D and TTRPG supplements made by me um, and us here at Homie and the Dude. Um, as well as also getting updates on all of our latest projects that we're working on um, and that are upcoming. Most uh, particularly at the moment, our Airship Combat Kickstarter um, that will be coming up very soon. So if you're interested in Airship Combat stuff, uh, definitely go to our newsletter so you can find out what's going on with that. Otherwise, guys, thank you so much for taking the time and we hope that you uh, enjoyed seeing our party uh, gather the water runners for the first time in a very long time, having all the water runners in one room, a momentous occasion as they plan for a heist at the Uptown Reservoir. Uh, as the planning continues next session, we hope to see you then, guys. So, catch you in the next episode.